0: Pretty, but the Saints beat the Bears, improved to 5-4, and four, and for now, at this moment, are in first place in the NFC South. Let's talk about that right here on the Straight Up Saints podcast. You're listening to the Straight Up Saints podcast. What is up, Huda Nation? Welcome back inside another edition of the Straight Up Saints podcast. I'm your host, Chris Vogel, and as always, this podcast is brought to you by Scott Fickner. Injury lawyers have been injured in any kind of accident, car, truck, 18-wheeler, or hurt offshore. Scott McNair handles it all. You give him a call at 504-500-1111 for a free consultation. They'll always fight for the win. So it wasn't pretty. Like I said, the Saints had to kind of scrap and claw, left the door open throughout the fourth quarter, and there's so many heads scratching things to talk about, but I want to get it very clear here. A win is a win. 5-4 5-4 and four is better than 4-5, and five. and I'm definitely happy about that. And I think these are games that the Saints still have to win. And I, I said before this game, uh, I don't care if it's by 30 or by 3, get the win. Now, I almost kind of lied to myself because in a way, the, the the manner as to which the Saints won today, extremely frustrating. And we'll talk about that. But I want to start off by talking about Paulson Adibo because I don't think the Saints win today without Paulson Adibo. He was by far want to say the man of the hour, man of the match, MVP, whatever the hell you want to give it to him, two interceptions, a forced fumble and a fumble recovery on the fumble that he forced. He was incredible. Every time the Saints look lifeless or it looked like momentum was slipping away from them, Paulson Adebo makes the play. You talk about early in the game, his first interception, Saints defense is looking flat. He gets the pick. They end up tying the game after that 7-7. His second pick kind of felt like almost an exclamation point, a chance for them uh, to close it out. Now, they didn't actually because the offense was pretty rough, especially in the second half, but every big play was was there for him. Even the forced fumble, DJ Moore makes a nice play over the middle of the field, wide open, and he kind of gives him that Charles Tillman peanut punch to get the ball loose. So Paul Sanjeebo was that guy. He's kind of been that guy the entire season, but when you come out here and you have three turnovers in a single game by one player, five from the defense as a whole, uh, yeah, that that's going to get the job done, especially on the defensive side of the football. And I want to give a shout out to Paulson Debo because there are a couple of players to choose from today. Not a ton, but a couple to choose from as to reasons as to why the Saints won. And I know Taysom Hill is certainly towards the top of that list. But I want to give a shout out to Paulson Debo. We've said so many great things about Taysom Hill. And I will say more great things about Taysom Hill in about two minutes. But at this particular juncture... I want to give credit to Paul Sandebo. Saints do not win this game without him. I can't make it any clearer than that. So credit to him. He was fantastic and really gives you confidence. And, And it almost feels to me like in baseball, when you have a really, really good hitter, you may pitch around that guy. And the guy either before him or after him might be the one that actually gets the pitch to hit because you know, they're avoiding the other guy. And for the Saints, Marshawn Lattimore is kind of that cleanup hitter that people want to avoid. So the guy either in the five spot right after might get a really good pitch to hit because they just intentionally walk the cleanup hitter. When you try to avoid Marshawn Lattimore, if you're going to come at Paulson Adebo, just know that he's going to make you pay for those mistakes. And he did that today because Tyson Bajan had some really nice plays in this one, especially with his legs. But when he challenged Paulson Adebo, when he kind of threw towards his side of the field, uh, it was mistake after mistake after mistake. So shout out to Paulson. He was phenomenal. Easily the best game of Paulson Adebo's career. Uh, And we'll see if he can build off that. So I said some good things. And I will say some more good things. But I want to talk about the bad. Because there was a lot of bad in this game. And and I tweeted this might be the worst coached win I've ever witnessed. And I'm not going to change my stance off that. There were a bunch of head-scratching plays for the Saints today. And a lot of them came off odd decisions. So let's talk about the first odd decision for the Saints. In the beginning of the game, it is fourth and two, but there's a penalty. There's a holding on the a holding call on the Bears. Saints accept it to make it third and twelve, and then the Bears end up getting the first down anyway. Had the Saints just declined it, let it be fourth and two, Bears would have kicked the field goal. Bears end up scoring a touchdown on that drive, and instead of it being ten to seven, it's fourteen to seven. In the grand scheme of things, it didn't cost the Saints, but that was a dumb decision by Dennis Allen. It doesn't stop there. There's a point in this game where the Saints go for it. Uh, don't go for it, excuse me. I'm fourth and six from the Bears 40. Why do I have a problem with them not going for it on fourth and six from the Bears 40? Well, Blake Cooper made a 55-yarder before, and I think when you get into that type of territory, either your third down play has to set up because you know it's a fourth down territory situation, or you find something else. But when you just kind of go for it on third down uh, as if it's first down or bust, and then punt it from the Bears 40, I don't love that. I, I personally don't. Now, did that play cost them? No, it didn't cost them. But I think it's a decision that the Saints don't do enough now because the Saints weren't aggressive in that spot. Later in the game, it's fourth and one. The Saints rush up to the line. Derek Carr snaps it, gets stuffed. They end up having a turnover on downs. When there's two things there, a if you're going to run it, you run it with Taysom Hill. You do not run it with Derek Carr. I don't care. But more importantly, you got to know when to be aggressive and when to play the the time and scoreboard and i think in that particular situation and i'm someone who loves for teams going forward i love when teams are aggressive you actually kick the field goal just go up 10 and make the bears go down the field twice if they're going to win that game something that they were incapable doing of once in the fourth quarter they couldn't go down the field at all why would you make it easier for them by going forward in that spot and if you are going to go forward in that spot you can have your quarterback rush up to the line of scrimmage to see if maybe he gets the defense to bite off sides but he shouldn't be snapping that ball. And then you could just call timeout and reassess. Do you want to go and have Taysom Hill take that snap and try and convert the first down? Or do we just take the field goal? And, and for the Saints, that was questionable to me. So a lot of decisions today from Dennis Allen that I absolutely hated. Did it cost the Saints in the long run? No, but I hope they do address it, right? Because I know as a coach, if you're Dennis Allen, there are things that certain players didn't do well today and he'll he's going to go to the film room. They're going to talk about it and hope that gets better. But is he going to keep himself in check? Because Dennis Allen was horrendous today. Like Pete Carmichael was bad today too. Don't get me wrong. But Pete had a couple of good plays here and there. You know, I got to give credit to Pete Carmichael. The touchdown pass that Taysom Hill threw, that was genius. Because everyone thinks it's a run when Colin Saunders comes in. And 99% of the time, it is a run. But what if that one time you throw the ball and you see the whole Bears front seven with their eyes in the backfield They lose Jawan Johnson. He scores a touchdown. So yeah, Pete Carmichael wasn't great today. I thought Pete Carmichael made a lot of odd decisions. Don't think that the Alvin usage was good, and I'll talk about that in a second. But Dennis Allen, who's in charge of it all, really messed up. And funny thing is the the touchdown call that I love from Pete Carmichael, because I I really love that decision. let Taysom throw it, because you got to keep defenses honest. Because now the next time they're in that spot, if you're not defending the pass, the Saints might make you pay. And if you are defending the pass, that gives Taysom enough room to get into the end zone on a run. So it's a genius call. But on that play, Dennis Allen was running down the line, uh, the sideline to go call a timeout because he didn't like the look. And thankfully, the, the refs didn't see it, but like, even when he thinks he's doing something right, it's wrong. Thankfully, he got bailed out, but not a good day from Dennis Allen. And again, I'm still very happy the Saints won. Uh, they're in a good spot now at five and four compared to where they were two weeks ago. So I definitely like that. I think they're ascending, but they didn't ascend today the way I thought they would. I thought they had a lot of progress against the Colts and some of it would carry over. And today was just a poorly coached game from DA. So definitely not pleased about that. I'm obviously pleased with the win, but we'll see. So let's get into three up and three down. Uh, I'll start off with the good because I'm feeling a little optimistic and then we'll get into the down. So let's start off with the three up. Jawan Johnson. Welcome back into the fold, big fella. I thought he did a good job of opening up the middle of the field for the Saints. Uh, gives you another target in the red zone, albeit that was more so really good play design getting him an o- getting him open, but still five catches. Uh, he was pretty good for them today. So I really like what I saw uh, from him. And I think the Saints have really put themselves in a spot right now where they, they really, in terms of offensive weapons, have what they need. Now it's about coaching. And with Jawan back, he definitely opens up. That field uh, for them. So I thought that was a good sign for them. Second half defense. I hated the first half defense. I thought the first half defense was pathetic. I thought they got run over. I thought they had no answer for Tyson Bajan as a runner, which blew my mind. Second half defense, though, phenomenal. Phenomenal. They were as good in the first, in the second half as they were, I'd say, vulnerable in the first half. Only three points overall given up in the second half. DA is very good at those halftime adjustments, did it again, but even guys who looked slow in the first half. I thought Cam Jordan looked slow in the first half. He heated up towards the end of the game. I thought DeMario looked a little slow in the first half. He called game, forcing the strip sack on Tyson Bajan. So the Saints really stepped up. Marcus May, who looked lost in the first half, had a ridiculously nice pick. Got to give him credit for that. That was a beautiful interception for Marcus May. I thought this defense, as a collective unit, flew in the second half. First half, flat, slow, Really concerned, are they on the downslope? And then the second half happens and you go, okay, I know you're capable of that, but you gotta come out strong now. So that was another up for me. And then the third up, Taysom Hill, man. Touchdown pass, touchdown reception, and 50-plus rushing yards. Are you fucking kidding me? This guy is so good, and it actually bothers me. It really bothers me that there are people out there that still get annoyed when he's playing and bring up his contract and this and that. The Saints are not where they're at without Taysom Hill. They don't win today with Taysom Hill, without Taysom Hill. They don't win last week without Taysom Hill. They would not be the team they are today at 5-4 and without number 7. He gives them that guy that jumpstarts the offense, that when all shit hits the fan, he can correct it. He can get the stink out of that goddamn room. And he was great today again. Absolutely great. And I love that Pete Carmichael finally used him as the closer. Really wish he used it a little bit earlier. They got to consider him like Mariano Rivera. When he comes in, shuts the door in the bottom of the ninth for the Yankees for about two decades straight. Taysom Hill's got to come in when the Saints need to run for first down. He's got to come in and do his job. And not every run defense is going to be as good as the Bears because the Bears' run defense is legit. So there will be more opportunities in my opinion. But yeah, three ups for me. Second half defense, Juwan Johnson and Taysom Hill, biggest one there. Well, let's get into the three downs, and then I'm going to get into any comments you have. So if you guys have comments, questions, uh, concerns, predictions, whatever, put in the chat, and I'm going to pull it up right after this. Let's talk about three downs. Uh, MT and AK usage, man. Two targets for Michael Thomas? I don't know about that. I really don't understand it. Uh, Now, Michael Thomas blocked his ass off in the run game. No body language issues there. It just, they didn't use him well, and I hope that corrects himself. And I think they will correct that. So I'm not totally worried about that, but I wasn't pleased about it today. AK usage, not ideal. I think that the Saints wasted a few too many carries on Jamal Williams late in the game. Now, you're going to say he only got three carries. I understand that's not a lot, but those carries towards the end of the game, I'd rather see them go to Alvin if you're going to use a running back. Alvin only had nine touches today on the ground, four through the air. So not a lot asked from him today. And I really wish they did because I thought this was a matchup that he could have exploited I saw Austin Eckler, you know, kind of really uh, leave his mark, I'd say, on the Bears' defense as a pass catcher last week. Thought Alvin could have done something this week. Saints didn't necessarily use him correctly. First-half defense. I mean, if I'm going to praise the second-half defense, i got to rip on the first-half defense because that was a problem for sure. Uh, Getting beat in the run. I mean, this Saints defense has been really, really exposed in the run game so far. 150-plus yards between Tyson Bajan and Deontay Foreman. Not ideal. So hopefully that gets corrected and that that is something that I'd be concerned with. Now the third down and the most pressing one for me, Blake Groupie, man. They need a new kicker. The Saints need a new kicker. Yes, it's nice that he made a 55-yarder and I thought that would be a confidence booster for him. But making a 55-yarder means absolute jack shit when you freaking hit a 47-yarder off the post when that ice is the game. Ice is the game, unable to do it. Uh, Now again, the Saints win the game. All is well in that regard. But Dennis Allen said a couple weeks ago, and I'm going to hold him to his own word, not mine, his word. He said, if we can't find guys that can execute the job, we might have to find someone else to do it for them. Blake Groupie's not doing his job. His job is to make kicks. No matter how hard, no matter how easy, he's got to make them. Didn't make them against the Packers. Didn't make them against the Texans. Mr. Crucial kick today. Now, today's didn't cost them. Like it cost them against the Texans, cost them against the Packers but Blake Groupie has to make that field goal. And he's now showing that he's incapable of making those crunch time kicks. So the Saints got to go out there and maybe look at the kicker market. And if they don't, then you're just showing that there really is no consequences to not doing your job at your level that you're supposed to. So again, Blake Grupi, it was a fun story in the preseason. The kid has the leg. He showed it with the 55-yarder. But an inexcusable miss to start that game, uh, to end that game, excuse me. And for me, that doesn't sit well with me. And I think he's got to be better, and I hope he is. Uh, So that's going to wrap it up for the three up, three down. Before I get into your comments, guys, I just want to get in a quick word from one of our sponsors, DraftKings Sportsbook. NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball's back, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is celebrating with an unbeatable offer. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for throwing down $5 on the NBA. Win or lose, it doesn't matter. You'll start the season with an instant dub. Basketball is more fun when you're in on the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code BOOT. New customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly for betting just $5, only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code BOOT. The crown is yours. Once again, thank you to DraftKings Sportsbook for being part of the program. So going to get into any comments you guys have here on this Sunday edition of the Straight Up Saints uh, podcast. Got a super chat here from Zachary Fitzsimmons. Thank you for the support, Zachary. Really appreciate it. It says, are we in severe panic mode at five and four? No, I wouldn't say severe. I would not say severe because the Saints actually did one thing today that they've been doing terribly all season that they corrected. Penalties. The Saints have been terrible in the penalty category today. One penalty for five yards. So severe panic mode for me would be they lose this game And all shit hits the fan. But the Saints actually were very good in that regard. And you know what? A couple penalties here and there could have been the difference of them losing the game. But the offense has to be more consistent. Defense has to be more consistent. They have not put together a complete game. So that kind of concerns me. Don't get me wrong. But I can't say severe panic mode yet because I still think there was some good. Second half defense was elite caliber football that we saw. Uh, And then in terms of the, the offense, first half, Derek Carr looked sharp again. I really liked it. But the second half, no rhythm and some questionable decisions. And the crazy thing is, the reason why I won't say severe panic mode yet is the Saints still managed to put up 24, and I think earlier this season, they were putting up 16, 17, and you were getting a similar result, but then you would lose because of it. So I'm not happy with the way they played today, but 24, when the defense plays like that in the second half, is going to be enough most weeks rather than not. So I can't say full panic mode yet, but there are things they have to correct. But I I do want to give them credit in terms of the penalty thing because I get on Dennis Allen's case when they get heavily penalized. Not the case today, so I will give them credit about that, but they do have a lot of things to fix. Got a super chat here from Cam. Cam says, DA was trying to call a timeout on the Juwan touchdown, but the refs didn't see it. Even the refs bailing him out. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. When they sit on the broadcast, I'm like, DA's probably going to be like, I wish they did not spill the beans there. But Matt Ryan, Tiki Barber, Andrew Catalan, they brought that up on the broadcast. I thought they did a pretty decent job uh, for CBS. Uh, yeah, they they brought that up, and to me, that is the perfect just d- depiction of the Dennis Allen era. Even when things go right, they almost went wrong because of him, and I, I still can't believe it. That is crazy to me, but thank you for the super chat, Cam, uh, and great comment. I, I totally agree with you. It blew my mind when I heard that on the broadcast. Got a super chat here from Hunter. Thank you for the support, man. It says, seemed like P, uh, Pete Carmichael was calling the same old dink and Dunk plays. Is the Bear def- Bears defense that bad, or is the offense getting better at... Uh, attacking coverages, I think. Uh, I think the, the the offense is getting better. The offense looks better still, even today, as bad as it looked in certain spurts than it did beginning of the year. I think though the Saints, what they really struggled to do, in my opinion, was get those shot plays off. Now uh, you could say maybe D- Dennis uh, Dennis Allen and Pete Carmack didn't feel good about the amount of time Derek Carr out of the pocket relative to the other weeks. Although he didn't take too much of a beating today, so I don't know if that would be the answer. But Bears defense is respectable. I thought this Bears defense. In the in the run game is respectable. Bears' pass defense is not respectable though. And I am a little frustrated that the Saints were not able to have an explosion in the pass game. I thought they were gonna have one this week, and they were well on their way in the first half. Derek Carr had two early touchdown passes, they were moving the ball down the field, and then it all went away. But not only did it all go away, it's more so not putting the Bears away when you had the opportunities. Because I think the Saints just converted one of those possessions that they should have. You're looking at a 31-17 game as their final score. And we probably all look at that a little bit different. So, uh, look, I I think too much of the the old Saints offense came into play today. But they did enough good things in the first half that I am confident that maybe that moves forward. And Taysom Hill was getting his usage. And, again, that stat with Taysom Hill, when they get get in the ball seven or more times in the run game, they win. Bump it up another game because they did it today. Super Chat from Ed. Thank you for the support, man. says, yeah, uh, I'm I'm not feeling no catches for MT. Cam is washed. Don't care about a sack. Tyre Matthew's done too. Adebo Man, listen. Dot 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 with the fire emojis. Uh, Yeah, look, I think Michael Thomas will bounce back. Didn't love that he got two targets. Thought he should have got far more. I think you got a game plan and manufacture, uh, you know, targets for a guy like him. Didn't do it. Don't love that. Hopefully they correct it. Cam, he was washed most of the game today. He was excellent at the end of the game. Uh, Now, does that say much? No. I mean, I don't think playing great for four minutes erases what you did for fifty-six. But at least there was that. But yeah, he looks slow. Uh, I thought that, you know, Tyron Matthew looked slow at some points. Demario looked slow at some points. Now, defense played great in the second half, but they did look slow in the first half. And now, was that a slow start, or is that a sign of things to come? Because of their age, I worry it's a sign of things to come, but we'll see what happens there. As for the Debo thing, Debo balled the hell out. He was that guy for sure. There's no doubt about it. Joshua says, I'm tired of us struggling against bad teams. I know it's the NFL, but I promise if this was anyone with an over 500 record, we lose by double digits. I'll say this, Joshua. If they play like this next week against the Vikings, they will lose. Alex says, not sure they win without Paulson today. Best game of his career. Won the turnover battle by far and still a close game. Have to be better closing games out. Uh, I agree, Alex. First off, like you said, Paulson, best game of his Saints career. No doubt about it. Maybe his best game ever in his football career. I'm sure we'll have to go think about some days in high school and college and maybe stack it up and see uh, how it goes. But he was phenomenal. As for not being able to close teams out, It's not good, man. Uh, They got to have a better habit of slamming the door shut on their opponents. You can't have another result like this in the future. Bayou Boys 504 says, I'm not going to complain. A win is a win, but I'm going to say, what the F? Why wouldn't we run Taysom on that fourth and one? No idea. You either run it with Taysom or you kick the field goal. You don't run it with Derek Carr. I thought that was just stupidity. Red Joseph says, when you win by seven, but had five more turnovers, uh, how are you supposed to feel? (laughs) I guess like the way we're feeling right now, right? Like, you're happy they won, but you're like, God damn, like they, they probably should have lost with the way that they just kept leaving the Bears in the game. And, and honestly, a better team would have made them pay. That's just the truth of the matter. John says, let's talk about something that nobody mentioned. Lou Headley has been pretty bad. Today, he was more than serviceable. Yeah, no, Lou Headley pinned the, the Bears back when he needed to. Uh, Isaac Yerim had a great stop there on that punt that looked like it was going to go into the end zone, slapped it out of bounds, playing the field, the field position game. If you're going to play that game, that's what you need from Lou Headley. And and he did his job today. I will give him credit in that regard. Alex says, kicking game is still a concern. Uh, Not confident in anything outside of 40 to 45 yards. And even then, I'm really not that confident anymore with Groupie. I'm really not. And I think for me, if the Saints continue to let him kick, that's fine. They're just going to eventually cost themselves a win down the road. Because he is not cutting it. And I don't know if he will. I really don't. This is a, a bad football team right now in terms of the kicking game. And and I think for uh, Dennis Allen, you said people are going to have to do their jobs. Someone's not doing it. Go correct it. Joshua says, anyone who says a win is a win is the reason why he won't fire anyone on this staff. This is what I will say about this though, Joshua, because I understand your sentiment. We don't have any say over whether or not the Saints keep DA. And honest to God, I feel like they made their mind up anyway. So we might as well see them make the playoffs because they feel like they probably are going to keep him regardless. And, I understand your sentiment, but us fans got to just take the win because we don't control what goes on in that building. And I feel like the Saints should have kicked Dennis Allen to the curb last year and they didn't do it. And I just don't think they're going to do it this year. So but you're better off saying, all right, make the playoffs and see what happens. Alex says, seem that they were making an effort to use Jamal and Kendry a lot more. Didn't like AK getting no touches on that first drive. Do you think they're trying to limit wear and tear on his body? Possibly. I think the Saints kind of saw last week they did a really good job of good usage from uh, Taysom, good usage from Asim, good usage uh, uh Taysom, <laughs> Alvin, and Jamal. I cannot speak today. And they try to mix it up. And I thought Kendra had that really nice uh, conversion on the screen pass, perfectly executed, really good blocking from Eric McCoy. I don't know, though. I, I think Alvin should have been used more regardless because you could say no wear and tear, but he got 13 touches overall. He could have got 20, and I still would have said that's a good job of limiting his exposure. So thirteen to me is like just I don't think you're doing a good job of getting your playmakers the ball that That would be my concern. Derek says this win was abysmal. Pete should' have survived shouldn't survive the week, five turnovers because it's pathetic play calling. I agree to some extent I, I get the Pete frustration, but you know t- you know the taste of usage was good, and that falls on Pete, so I want to give him credit there. And my other thing for for Pete that I want to say is. I get it, he was not great today. But the Saints head coach also has to make better decisions, has to decide whether or not they're going to kick it, whether or not they're going to go for it. He should have an input and a and a and a stamp on the offense too. I know he's a defensive guy, but you're the head coach. And you should have some type of say, and it seems like he has none. So I get the frustration with Pete, but I'm more frustrate, frustrated with DA today than I would be Pete Carmichael. Uh, I'm assuming this is Jakob. Uh, that's how you pronounce it. If I'm wrong, please correct me. He says, Saints only had one penalty the entire game. Very unlike them. Keep it up. Also, MT only having one target is insane. Made no sense to me. Made no sense. Aiden says, Josh Dobbs clutching up. I saw that. Game-winning drive. Falcons lost. That's good news for the Saints. Texans beat the Bucks. Also good news for the Saints. So, a pretty productive week for them. Johan says, didn't like the offense in the fourth. Needed to die, man. It, it was not fun. Derek says, why is our running game only dives in the middle or hill up the middle? How Pete still has a job? I have no idea. Margaret says, thank God for Taysom. I agree. Taysom, uh, again, coming to the rescue. Alexis says, this offense, uh, the offensive struggles can't be ignored. They can't. I still think they're better today than they were at the beginning of the season. That's not saying much, because that was just putrid to another level. I think today, what it will come down to are missed opportunities. Third down, not getting the job done. Uh, The, you know, indecisiveness, the missed field goal, and then the not kicking the field goal earlier, like that's the difference between the Saints score 30 points and we go, man, they were terrible on offense today, or they had 24 and we go, not enough, need to be better. Got a super chat here from Lane. Thank you for the support, man. Says, two questions. Why do we throw deep sideline fades on third and medium? Which I, I wish I would answer for that. And is there not someone better than groupie in free agency? So the, the deep sideline fades, the throws to the outside all the time, I hate that the Saints do so many throws to the boundary on that because I think that's always advantage defense when you do that. I think they have too much talent and too many guys capable of making plays over the middle of the field, and they're not doing enough of that. And those kind of fades, those throws to the outside, launching it on third and five, third and six. I'm not a fan of it. Saints keep doing it, though, so clearly they like it. That's what they want to do. But for me, it's a definition of insanity because it's not working. They keep doing it. And I wish I had a better answer for you, Lane, in that regard, because I don't understand it for the life of me why those third and fives, those third and six, it's not a crosser route for Shaquille. It's not a slant for Michael Thomas. Uh, it's not maybe a post for Olave or maybe a quick out for Olave. Why are we throwing it up, uh, you know, for, for a kind of a 50-50 ball, a jump ball? Like, I'm not a fan of that. I'd rather a back shoulder throw to Michael Thomas. I, I'd rather something different than those throws that they're doing. As for the free agent part, look, you got to get someone in the building this week. Period. I don't care who. I do not care who. It could be former Saints kicker Brett Maher for all I care. He's a free agent. He played well with the Rams and had one bad week and got cut. One bad week, the Rams said, get the fuck out of here. Saints have like groupie miss kick after kick after kick. And he's still there bringing a kicker. Could be Brett Maher, could be whoever. I really don't care at this point. Got to be someone. He says, not a question, but look at us. First place in the division with a relatively easy schedule coming up. I like where we're at, Chris. I like the positivity, Heath. I like that. Matt B says, New Orleans Saints, 5-4 and four win. He says, also, what are your thoughts on Jamal Williams? I don't know if he's the guy or not. Uh, Kendra is looking much better at running back. What do you think? I agree. Now, I think it's tough for Jamal because when he's in, everyone knows. It's just a straight run up the gut. But uh, Kendra has more explosiveness to him, a better twitch. I would like to see them use Kendra more. Would not be surprised that Jamal is like cut after this year. I'd have to look at the structure of his contract. I just don't think that it's working right now. Now, part of it got hurt early, but he's just been very, very limited. Like his best game this year is probably, if we're lucky, he's going to be like him having 50 yards in the game. Kendra just, he's got that kind of it factor a little bit to him. I'd like to see more carries or, you know, uh, passes to Kendra. And we'll see if they do that. But when he comes in, there's a difference. Uh, Babs Lesser says Taysom Hill and Adipo saved us in this game. Taysom is incredible. I agree. Who that nation 97 says the Vikings game is crucial next, uh, next week. Absolutely. I think that Vikings game could be the swing for the saints. They win that one. It's game on to getting to possibly 10 and seven. You lose that one. We'll see. You might need some help along the way. So we'll see how that goes down. Margaret says Adipo needs his flowers for sure. The defense showed up in the second half. They absolutely did. Margaret, you're right about that. Michael says, what happened to Kamara? He was barely used. Is Pete Carmichael scared to use him now that he knows he's an elite running back? I have no idea, guys. I, I, I really wish I had an answer for you. There. I have no idea why Alvin only got 13 touches today. It was very confusing. to me. Just call me. Trey says, some terrible coaching mistakes to end off this game, but thank the Lord for the defense for no touchdowns in the second half. Also, have a game, Adibo. I, I agree. Perfect. Ivan says, Dennis Allen's stupidity is beyond belief. No doubt about that one. Margaret says coaching was terrible from Allen. Who that nation 97 says Kamara wasn't used as much because they wanted to get Jamal and Kendra more touches. I don't mind it. See, I wouldn't mind that if they actually did that though. But Jamal Williams finished the game with three carries and Kendra Miller finished the game with one carry and then one reception. So it's like two touches went to Kendra. And then I believe if you take receptions and runs, five went to Jamal. So seven touches overall went to the running backs. It was a tasty game. I agree with him getting 11 carries. They did the right thing. But. I just don't know. I wish I could say that was right. Like if Kendra or Jamal was playing well, it's like, okay, don't put more wear on Alvin than you need to and let them help. But you didn't really use Kendra. You had one great play and then Jamal wasn't doing much. Cody says, offense got too conservative once they got a seven point lead in the fourth quarter. I agree. Gabriel says, why in the Christ aren't we dialing up more plays for Rashid? All he does is produce, and not one end around for him, not one deep shot to open the field. The offensive mismanagement is insane. Yeah, not a great day today at the office. First half, good. Second half, terrible. And I'm going to dread rewatching this one. I'll, I'll be honest with you guys. Red Joseph says, Always love throwing in Taysom as a passer every now and then, especially the touchdown. I love it. You got to keep the defense honest. And that's what they did there. Michael says, Bucks lost. Stroud just let a crazy touchdown drive. He's legit. And then we got Johan says, C.J. Stroud, all caps with Travo. Five, or four, five or four says, oh, my God, the Bucks lost too. Yeah, that's a big one for, this, for the Saints. It looked like the, the Bucks were going to go into overtime for a hot minute. And then C.J. Stroud did his thing, man. Five, count them, five touchdown passes for the rookie. He's insane, man. He's insane. Way to hit that pick. Way to hit that pick. C.J. Stroud balled out today. Gabriel says, Alvin gets treated like he's Derrick Henry in the run game when he should get creative runs like Mostert. What sets us, uh, sets us back is a lack of creativity, shocker, in the run game, always second or third and long. I agree. I mean, that, that, that's for sure a problem with them. I don't think they get, you know, diversive enough in the run game. Bayou Boys 5-4 says, Falcons lost last second and Bucks lose last second. Yep, totally what the Saints needed this week in terms of the results falling into place. Gabriel says, there's nothing special about Derek Carr. Average in all respects, no mobility. Half the big plays this year have been Rashid or Olave making insane catches on underthrows. throws. I don't disagree on that. I thought Derek actually in the first half looked good. He was standing tough in the pocket, and then everything went away. Short on the balls. Just third down plays, kind of throwing it out of bounds. Got to give your receivers a chance. I didn't think he did that enough in the second half. That bothered me, because I thought he actually showed progress in the first half, but none in the second. Ed says, Saints officially in first alone. Jerry G says, we in first place. Thank you, Vikings and Texans. Easy says, a win is a win, my brother. I understand there's still some concerns, but I'm just happy when putting wins together in a row. It's the NFL, no such thing as an easy week. I I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. No such thing as an easy win, and you're just happy they stack wins. I think it's a balance. I'm, I'm pleased the Saints won. Trust me, I'm very happy the Saints won. I just wish, just wish, they put together that complete game. Because I think this would have been a really good spot for them to do that. They didn't do that. Offense was good first half. Defense was bad. Offense was bad second half. Defense was great. So, love to see a combination. But, again, win is a win. No doubt about it. Space African Jesus says, Saints win. Falcons lose. Bucks lose. God is a Saints fan today. About time. CJ Stroud is special. No doubt about that. I mean, CJ Stroud is hes insane. He, he, he was great. And, honestly, it makes you feel a little bit better about the Saints defense because I thought they played well against Stroud. But he was absolutely phenomenal today. Space African Jesus says Adebo and Taysom extended Dennis Allen's job security today. That's for sure, man. Those two were the players of the game. No other, no other options for this Saints team. Bayou boys five hundred four says we got to pull it together despite our woes. We're still in first place. If we put it together, we can run away with the division easily. We can still put it all together. We'll see. Again, I, I was really happy that they weren't a penalized team today. Like I'm fair. I'm gonna complain about shit because I'm just a compulsive complainer. But I will say if the Saints did something well today, and I. I'm happy they had no stupid mistakes in the penalty department. Just call me. Trey says Bucks lost and Falcons lost all in a good Sunday for the Saints. DA controls his own destiny to get this team to division title and survive being sent to the gulag. Derek says you guys are too ready to forgive Pete. 24 points on five turnovers is not acceptable. That should be the, the min with zero turnovers. I think that's fair. And again, I think Pete struggled today. But the Saints never have an idea of what they want to do. And, I, and what I mean by that is, last week they were full throttle all 60 minutes against the Colts. This week they went up seven, and they're like, "All right, we could just we could just ease this one." No, man, you have to finish strong. You have to, and they didn't do that, and, and that's that's a big problem for them. Gabriel says Olave, Alante, Pete Werner, Jamal Williams, and Carr have all been beyond disappointing this year. Reason for optimism for each one, and we'd be a different team if they each took a step forward. All right, I mean, I, I don't think that's wrong. I thought Avante made some nice plays today, though. Bayou Boys 504 says, I keep saying we need to call plays like we did for Drew. Short gains will get car rhythm, which leads to those deep passes. It's possible. Easy says, turnovers scoring in the red zone, 7-13 on third down. Car efficient, no turnovers, only had one penalty. Can't be too mad, uh, but things in between must get better if we want to uh, compete with the top. I agree. I think that is a perfect way of putting it. So I'm not going to add anything to that point because I think you said it better than I could. Jeffrey says, "Did this dude just say we we're in severe panic mode at five and four in first in division? LOL. Fans are funny. Do We still a lot of work. Uh, have a lot to work on. Of course, but we're still not in panic mode. Yeah, I, I I'm okay with that assessment. Jeffrey, severe panic mode is a no. That's a no. Uh, concerned, yes. Uh, somewhat optimistic, probably a little bit too. You know, I'm somewhere in the middle." easy says cam is 34 years old man y'all expecting too much out of him at this point see the problem with that is i would agree with that statement but the saints also extended him so like they're expecting more out of him not me but i do agree like age catches up with everyone g smith says we should have made a deal for chase young fair enough Can get young in free agency they technically could would cost a lot probably red joseph says happy birthday blake Griffin. <laughs> What a what a birthday for him! I mean, the poor man might get cut. Although you know what, like it's the NFL, it is a cruel business. We've all been told that a million times. But yeah, not a not not ideal for him at least, not ideal for his birthday. Easy says we shouldn't have lost. What the f? We were a better team for the majority of the game. What I mean by that, when I said before, is a better team when you give them opportunities. Like the Bears are given opportunities time after time today, would have taken advantage and kind of either closed it out or at least sent it into overtime. Saints are very fortunate the Bears didn't do that. But that's the frustrating part. The Saints had dominant spurts today, but it didn't kind of show in the scoreboard. Again, a lot of things to be happy about, but a lot of things to be concerned about. Like, I think there's a balance here. Gabriel says, I'm ready to bet my mom's house and my life savings on the over for Josh Dobbs rushing yards next week. Jesus, fuck, we haven't stopped the running quarterback. Uh, yeah, that th- I, I agree with that. And imagine if Justin Fields played today because Bajan was, like, cruising for, like, 70-plus. Justin Fields went out a lot. G. Smith says, defensive end and linebacker need to be top priorities in the offseason. I think those are very – I don't even want to say sneaky needs. Those are pressing needs for sure. Guys like Peyton Turner and, and Isaiah Foskey uh, need to step up. Yeah, Foskey's hurt now and Peyton Turner's still hurt. Like, that's the frustrating part, you know? Not going to lie, uh, Taysom Hill might be the best util- uh, utility player of all time. I mean, he's in the he's in the conversation. You don't have to tell me. I, I'm going to sit here and sing Taysom Hill's praises all day. Wesley says, D.A. accepting that penalty early in the game when it was fourth down was terrible. It was. Thank God it didn't cost them, but it was very, uh, very foolish. Easy says, if D.A. stays, then I don't care what happens. The offensive staff's got to change from top to bottom. Defensive staff is great. John Payton's staff is great. Uh, Fair enough. So I'm going to get into more comments you guys have. Before I do that, I want to get in a quick word from one of our sponsors, Crystal Hot Sauce. I need to clear something up about New Orleans. While our culinary scene might be on fire, our food has never been about heat. It's always been about flavor. And this is how New Orleans does flavor. Are we clear? Crystal, how New Orleans does play. Once again, thank you to Crystal for being part of our program. We greatly appreciate it. Going to get into more comments you guys have here as we get into kind of the back half here of the Straight Up Saints podcast. Got a comment here from Wesley. Says, having Jawan and Michael Thomas makes those third and short or medium bombs so maddening. I agree. You got guys that can open the middle of the field and make plays. Juwan made some plays today. Michael Thomas didn't really get the opportunity. Hopefully, there's a game where everyone kind of gets to eat. That wasn't the case today. But yeah, it is pretty frustrating. Peace to Woke says, just let Taysom BQ be in the red zone. I'm not going to dispute against that, man. Taysom in the red zone is saving them right now in that regard. Joe says, Car, D-A, Pete <laughs> <Carbuckle>, <laughs> uh Groupie has got to go. Yeah, look, Pete, Pete Carmichael's going to take a brunt of this today. I thought D-A was horrendous today. And Groupie, there's got to be a change, right? Like, you're not going to fire a coach that the Saints have made it very clear they're not going to do that and you're not firing a coach after a win, because that's just not going to happen. And Pete was great last week. You hope he could find some of that the week after, which he didn't. You can make a change at kicker, though. Like, that is the one thing you can make a change at, and no one's really going to get really furious. If anything, people are going to kind of commend the Saints for kind of putting their money where their mouth is. So we'll see if they do that, but I have no idea if they will, because they haven't shown yet that they're willing to make those changes. Lane says, i take some YouTube kicker at this point. It'd be more entertaining. G. Smith says, DA doesn't have the balls to bring in another kicker. That's what I'm kind of thinking, but we'll see. Uh, Realm Feed says, this coaching staff has to grow and keep stacking these wins. We have to win next week going into the bye and take care of business against Atlanta. Uh, look, I said, you get to 6-4 and four before that Atlanta game? Let's talk about it, because now you got my attention. So it's going to be fascinating to see how that, 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 that kind of transpires. Justin Jefferson's status for that game is going to be very interesting. That could kind of tip the scales in a certain favor. Although Vikings still got weapons, right? Still got Hawkinson. You still got Addison. Uh, obviously, you got a guy in. Um, Jesus Christ, why am I losing his mind? Uh, Madison's a serviceable running back. Nothing special, but serviceable. KJ Osborne got hurt today. Not sure if he'll be able to play in that game, but he's a solid receiver, too. Uh, they got weapons regardless if Jefferson plays or not. Obviously, that would be a big deal, though. Ed says another week. Shahid underused. It is a. Common, very, very common thing at this point for the Saints. Margaret says Miller got hurt. What happened? I forgot which play they said it's on. He went into the the injury tent. I'll see if I get an update on him at some point. But that was definitely not ideal. You know, he went to the Saints locker room. I believe they said it was an ankle injury. This kid's dealt with a lot of injuries this year. Obviously, you don't want that to happen. But hopefully, he bounces back. Easy says, bro, y'all shouldn't be crying with uh, taking wear and tear off Camara. I don't think it's... Look, it's a good thing he's not getting used like just a workhorse back and putting miles on him you don't need. I think that's totally a good thing. My argument to that is it's only good to get those miles off him, though, if you're getting production, which you didn't get out of Jamal Williams today. Taysom was great. Taysom getting 11 carries takes pressure off Alvin. That's phenomenal because Taysom balled out. And... Last week, Jamal ran the ball well, so that was perfect. Jamal didn't run the ball great today, and you're also going up against a Bears defense that is stout against the run, so I don't know if I necessarily love that. Uh, I think the Saints can find other ways to move the chains that doesn't necessarily have to be a a run. Could be an end around instead of a straight run up the gut. Could be a screen pass that still gives you a quick conversion that is still kind of short in terms of variety, but it, it depends on week to week. Like, don't get me wrong. Alvin's going to be fresh for next week. That's fantastic. But you also don't want to waste downs, and it's kind of, that's kind of what happened today with Jamal's touches. It it varies week to week because Jamal was good last week, but that's how it felt this week. Bayou Boys 504 says, everyone complaining about the play calls are not understanding how it works. While I agree with that, we also realize calls and audibles are made before they see the defensive alignment. So you can have two really good calls, and it looks like it's not. It happens more often than people think. We just got to call plays that don't matter what the alignment is. Joe says, we would be in and out of the playoffs and end up with a 23-ish pick. I mean, that, that might be the uh, scenario, which, look, man, I, I said it last week. I'm not here to root for the Saints to lose. So give me all the wins they can. He says, going into week 10, Chris, are we still a playoff team? I mean, there's no excuse at this point, right? There's no excuse. The Saints got to win the NFC South. There, there, there's nothing else I can or will say about that. They got to win the NFC South, and any other conversation, irrelevant to me. Gabriel says, every week, Pete Carmichael in the Saints offense does whatever the NFL equivalent of scaring the hoes is. (laughs) That's pretty funny. Olave got a much-needed touchdown today. Yeah, they used him early and often, and then just the passing game as a whole was not great towards the second half, so hard to kind of judge. Only not got to have an Olave, and again, I thought he played better today. He caught a pass where he's going straight down, and I have no problem that he's going straight down, but he's got to know where the sticks are. It was the one where they ended up getting stuffed on that fourth down with Derek Carr after. If he's kind of aware where the chains are and he gets that first down, you don't have that mess in the first place. Again, minor complaint, but guys like him who are really savvy players, you just want them to correct that. Coded Collection says, we can't comfortably beat the worst team with their rookie backup quarterback uh, while getting five turnovers. We're so bad. I don't know. I I really didn't expect the Saints to blow out the Bears. I just expected them to put up more points. I didn't expect them to blow out the Bears though. They 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 haven't really done that this year. And honestly, the Patriots are worse than the Bears and the Saints did beat the shit out of the Patriots. So, I don't think the Bears are the worst team. I think the Bears play harder than a lot of teams right now. Who that Nation 97 says that first touchdown on Matthew, that was a if that was Malcolm it would have been incomplete or a pick. Uh Matthew is still solid though. Yeah. He, it's a bad throw by by Bajan. Shouldn't have made that throw. Matt Ryan was talking about it. He shouldn't have made that throw. Cole Komet makes a great play. And you kind of hope next time around, Tyre Matthews is able to knock that down. Alex says really happy with Juwan's performance. Feels like that's a time of day. Uh that's the time of day we expected from him going into this season. Yeah, I I think that's fair. Jerry G says shout out to Houston and Minnesota. Also says Adebo MVP. Good at Nation 97. says Dennis Allen's over 500 for the first time in his head coaching career at this time in the year. Yep. It's usually downhill for him, but yeah, they are, they're in a good spot. At least he's in a good spot at this moment. Easy schedule, five and four. Make something happen, man. Ed says 470 yards and five touchdowns. Talking about C.J. Stroud. I did not start C.J. Stroud in fantasy today, boys. I'm pretty sad about that. And when I end up losing in fantasy this week, it's going to be because of that. You know, I started Lamar over him. I'm going to have to wear that one on my, uh, on my sleeve, man. Jorge says, dumb coaching decisions, key player absence from the game. Defense is horrible on the first half. Glad to win, but I don't have a good feeling about this team. Playoffs are achievable, can't, but can't dream beyond. Um, I'm fair about that last assessment. Like I, I'm okay with people saying that. Like, it's, it's hard to imagine the Saints right now beating like the Eagles or the Niners or the Lions or the Cowboys, but let's see. Let's see how they, how they build off these two wins in a row. If they could go into Minnesota, when you start to build some momentum, they're going to play December pretty much all at home. Like, pretty much once they get into December, they're barely leaving New Orleans. And that could be good, because if you win the division, you're going to have a home playoff game start to get your feet under you a little bit. So I think they're going to be... I think they could put themselves in a good spot. They're not in a good spot right now. They could put themselves in a really good spot. Wesley says, pretty concerning performance, but damn it, I'll always feel better about a win. Amen to that, man. Alex says, off topic, but damn, am I glad Carolina didn't pick CJ Stroud. Should be rookie of the year and has Houston in the playoff hunt. Yep. I mean, Stroud has balled out, man. Absolutely balled out. And I think at this point, if you're, you're Frank Reich, you get pretty frustrated because I think Frank Reich wanted to draft C.J. Stroud and he talked about all the meetings that he had with Panthers ownership and then they took Bryce Young, who is getting better each week. But Stroud just had the best performance we're going to see from a rookie quarterback maybe maybe ever. I don't know. I'd have to check the, 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 the history books. Like, that's insane. Jerry G says, I'm feeling good, Chris. Love to hear that, Jerry. You should feel good. I mean, five and four is better than what they were two weeks ago. Hayden says NFC South is a dumpster fire. Yep, kind of is again. Ed says Demario's starting to slow down. We need an upgrade next year. Definitely need to address linebacker. Demario has slowed down. Game-ending sack, though, so kudos to him. Pammy says, Lord, we're on a winning streak, but why do I still feel uneasy? Again, the manner in, way, in the way you win. You're happy they won. You wish they won in a different manner. It's fair to have that kind of thought, but it's, it's the way it goes. Definitely glad they won, though. Hayden says, can't believe the Bucs blew that game. Hayden says, it's even worth making the playoffs just to get blown out in the wild card round. I mean, I'm going to be honest. I, I don't know if they would get blown out in the wild card round. The Saints kind of play up and down to their competition. So we, we got to see about that. If the defense plays great, they will give themselves a shot in a wild card game. I just, I don't know but I think they can beat a team like Seattle or Dallas in the first round if they played their best football. That's just how, that's how I feel about it. I'm not saying it's going to happen. That's just how I feel about it. Ed says, this is what the saints will do. I need a four game winning streak. Then I'll get serious. This is just fine ownership reason to keep Allen and Carmichael for now. Yeah. I mean, look, if they win four in a row, that, that is, that is something to build on, man. Like it's hard for teams to win four in a row and if they do maybe they do turn a corner now they still got two more to get to that point but if the saints win their next two i think that would get them to what seven and four and if they get to seven and four they're going to be playoff bound at that rate uh, let's just call it what it is which is great crushing da discussion says wasn't perfect but was profound the offense is gelling the offense is getting better there are some issues though and they got to fix it because you got to manufacture targets for your best players and I think against a, a different run defense, Alvin will shine a little bit more. Today wasn't that day. I, I think they'll figure it out. It's just you want to see that complete game. That, that's all I'm saying. Margaret says Damari De, uh, Davis was good until he hurt his knee. He was. He, and that, that plays a factor. There's no doubt about it. Bye's coming up soon, though, so maybe that helps this team get healthy. Ernest says five turnovers to overwin by seven, uh, seven points. <laughs> uh, yep. I, I kind of have no answer for that one. I, I've kind of exhausted my confusion. Fabe 405 says, don't understand why after turnover we don't take any deep shots, we just run up the middle. I feel like that's a perfect time to kind of take that deep shot. You get the turnover, you're at like the Bears 45, go for it. You got the weapons too. Alex says, shout out to Isaac Yadim. Great job down in that punt late in the fourth inside the five. It was special team play of the day. No doubt about it. And that was a great punt obviously from, from Henley too because I had enough hang time for Isaac Yadim to get down there. But that is not an easy kind of swat out of there. Uh, and he made it happen, so kudos to him because that is those are the type of winning plays. Uh, people don't see it in the box score and whatnot, but that does change the game, and kudos to him. That was a fantastic play. But you know guys? Overall, look, there are concerns, but they're still good. Uh, the second half of this game defensively looked like the old Saints defense that we're accustomed to seeing, and I hope that they can get this pass rushing going a little bit, and that's a big concern for me really is a pass rush. Then they'll make things happen because that back end is dirty. like That secondary knows what they're doing. They're flying around the ball. Got to be able to put some pressure outside of Carl Granderson because Carl's doing his thing. He needs some help. Offensively, let's kind of take you home when you need to and get the ball in your playmaker's hands. Olave, Michael Thomas, Shahid, uh, Alvin. Got to do that a little bit better. But earlier this year, Saints probably lose a game like this. I do think they're getting a little bit better week by week and no penalties. That was a plus. I'll talk about more good things, bad things in the coming days, I'll have a show on Monday. We'll talk about uh, some trending topics for the Saints. Maybe we'll have some injury updates to get to. But that's going to wrap it up for this edition of the Straight Up Saints podcast. As always, guys, I want to thank you so much for tuning in, leaving your comments, your thoughts, concerns, etc. Really appreciate it. You guys make the show flow uh, as always. But enjoy your Sunday. Saints winning two in a row, move to five and four, are in first place by themselves in the NFC South. Definitely a good spot for now. We'll see if they can build off this momentum and go to 6-4 and next week. But that's going to wrap it up, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in, and stay tuned for more content here on the Straight Up Saints podcast, the destination for the Houdat Nation. Have a great night, everyone.